Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome aboard Wheat Among the Tares. It's a blessing to have you this morning with us. And certainly where it's our honor and privilege to do this every Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern Time to bring you information and news about ministries from around the world that we trust that will help and be a blessing to you to help you to pray for those that are ministering in the God's vineyard. Good morning, Pastor Williamson. Amen. Good morning to you and all that are listening. Thank you for being on with us this morning. It's a blessing to have everybody aboard. Sure is. I, I'm just going to go straight on in this morning. I have one story, but I think I'm going to hold it until after we talk with our special guests this morning, Brother Robbie Mullinax. Brother Robbie is a veteran missionary now. Uh, to the nation of China with the Bible team. Good morning, my brother. Hey, Brother Lindsay. How are you today? I am well, and uh, it is a blessing to have you with us this morning. Brother Robbie, I do know that you've been with us in the past, but it's been quite a while. And uh, what I wanted to do in my reaching out to you is, first of all, just let everybody kind of be refreshed if they've heard about the Bible team before. Many of our listeners have not. They are new, and uh, so I wanted them to become acquainted or reacquainted, whatever the case may be, with regard to the Bible team ministry. And then I want to talk to you a little bit about the testimony, your testimony, and how God called you into that specific ministry. So first of all, tell us about the Bible team and how that came to pass. Sure, it's good to be with your folks, uh, listeners today, and uh, just say hello to Pastor Williamson. Good, to good morning, hear my brother. Your good voice morning. again. I saw Pastor Williamson just a couple of months ago at my home church at Tabernacle. Yes, sir. We had and, a good, uh, good meeting. Yeah. Yeah, Brother Lindsay, I had no idea that uh, that was your daughter that was playing the piano and singing. <laughs> so I, I learned, I learned the connection there. So. You learned it, yes, sir. You did. <laughs> <laughs> learned the connection, but. Yes, yeah, so of course, with the Bible team, um, I, I made my first trip to China in 2004, and uh, there was no Bible team at that time. I, I was church staff at Tabernacle Baptist Church as the music director there and administrator of our school, and just went on a mission trip. I've told this story a million times, and I uh, went on a mission trip to China for one of our missionaries, and uh, the Lord just, well, he just broke our hearts, and and uh, burdened our, our heart for the country of China while we were there. And uh, make a long story short, we, uh, after two or three trips uh, back and forth uh, to China and back, uh, my family and I, we walked down the aisle of our church and uh, we told the folks that we would go. And uh, so God just called us into the ministry, of, uh, missions ministry, and primarily of getting scriptures uh, into underground churches inside China. We, we've done that for the last almost 18 years um, through Hong Kong. Uh, we had an office and a storage facility in, uh, in Hong Kong for, I guess, maybe 12 years. And uh, so we were able to get scriptures through that area, not just scriptures, but training material and children's material and um, just gospel tracts, just whatever was needed. And uh, we were able to facilitate and help underground churches through our missionaries, through you know, independent Baptist uh, American missionaries and, of course, uh, Chinese uh, with underground churches there. Uh, that ministry changed a little bit about Four years ago, even before COVID, uh, China has been systematically taking over Hong Kong. 
and uh, they they made the borders between the two countries just basically impossible to go back and forth like we were doing. And uh, so that started almost four years ago. So uh, when that happened, we had to kind of rethink our ministry and, and what was best. And I tell people that uh, we serve a God who sees further down the road than we do. Amen. And sure so does. while we were planning and trying to decide what to do, God already had a plan. And uh, so we, we set up an underground print shop inside China. And, of course, that's very illegal and uh, dangerous. And But uh, we did, and we were been printing, uh, actually printing Korean scriptures inside China that were uh, then smuggled into North Korea. And so that, that's a tremendous need, uh, needless to say. And uh, so that's what we've been involved in now for the last three or four years, trying to help get scriptures uh, into North Korea, and we do that. Uh, through China and through South Korea. So there's a number of ways we do that. I think we talked about that last time I was with you and and how we do that. So I I won't go into all the details about that. But uh, so that's what that's what the Bible team does. So we have to raise support for the printing and for shipping and uh, safe houses that we have scattered between two countries and just trying to get the Word of God into the hands of people who've never had a copy of it and people who've never heard the gospel. Brother Robbie, I do know that, uh, and I'm looking right now at your testimony uh, online. And by the way, folks, if you just joined us, we're talking with Brother Robbie Mullinax of the Bible Team based out of Tabernacle Baptist Church in Greenville, South Carolina. And, um, Brother Robbie, I'm looking at your testimony, and from what you were doing, um, as you mentioned, you were on staff and certainly uh, probably were very comfortable in that position. And um, and then all of a sudden you're confronted uh, with a totally different situation. And I can just imagine myself in that and, and somebody coming to me and confronting me and saying, there's such a need here. Um, would you consider this? I know there had to be a lot of, I'll use the word soul searching and searching for the will of God concerning that. Tell me, tell Pastor and I, brother, what went through your mind when Brother Wardlaw first came to you and and mentioned this need? Well, that was, you're talking about coming out of left field. I mean, that was something that was definitely not on my radar, not something I was look, that I was looking for. Uh, as you mentioned, I was, I was on staff at my home church. I grew up at Tabernacle Baptist Church. I've been there all my life. Amen. And uh, I, I count that a great privilege I was able to, in fact, I was Dr. Harold Seitler's last music director before he passed away. And then when Dr. Aiken came, um, I came on full-time on the staff under under Dr. Aiken. And uh, so, yeah, I was just having a normal school day as administrator. When, when you mentioned Brother Wardlaw, Brother Wardlaw had been in missions for many, many years. And he had, uh, had been working in China and back and forth and taking scriptures and and he just showed up at my office one day. I mean, unannounced, had no idea he was coming. Just there he is, just sitting in front of me. And, uh, and I'll make a long story short, you know, he 
he couldn't go anymore. His health wouldn't allow him to go. And, and uh, he looked at me that day and he said, Brother Robbie, I need somebody to take my place. And, uh, man, that, that hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, I, still, at that point, I wasn't like, okay, yeah, I'm on. I'm going to go to China and be a missionary. <laughs> it didn't happen quite like, like that. But, Amen. But uh, I did go on that trip. I mean, I, I made that mission trip for Brother Wardlaw. And uh, it just changed my life. It, uh, I saw the need. And and then uh, from that point, we, you know, obviously we started the Bible team as a result of that, just to, as a means of getting scriptures uh, into places where it couldn't go. And, and I just saw the need. I saw saw the places. I met the people, and and uh, the Lord just spoke to our heart and, and facilitated through us to be able to raise funds and and to get scriptures there and created a channel to be able to get into China. and And we've just never looked back. I mean, it was just like everything just fell into place when when the Lord orchestrates your path and. And uh, he's in charge of it. It it usually works out. <laughs> it does. Sure does. Uh, usually, it may not work out exactly how you think it will, but uh, it'll work out like he wants. Amen, brother Robbie. I, and I was I was going to ask Pastor in light of of what you just said, how that when God touches a heart. You mentioned you said you didn't look back. Exactly. And Pastor, I do know that there's people who may God touch. God may touch their heart in a particular situation and uh and it it's not necessarily just a fleeting thought but it continues to press mm. on their heart yes and and i know you've dealt with that yourself mm. i know i've dealt with that in other situations folks listening this morning god may be speaking to them about a particular situation and and i don't want to call it nagging but for the lack of another term it just continues to be there how 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 do we discern? Uh, I, I know that's a difficult question, but sure. just well, learning to discern. Well, what, that. what happens many times is is according to Scripture, we know that that we allow the temptation of fear to overcome us, the uncertainty, yeah. the unknown, and that's when faith has to take action. That's right, and has to right. step forward. And that's uh, fear. Fear cripples us. Satan uses fear. And that's why God tells us we hadn't received the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. Amen. And I've I've seen, uh, even recently, you know, you have brethren that tell you God's dealing with me about this. I know it's the Lord, and then they change their mind. And that change of mind has to do with sometimes instead of moving upon the impulse that God gives on your heart, have to be sure it is the Lord. They go try to think it through with the carnal mind and there's fears and there's uncertainty and things they can't figure out. And then they go, whoa, 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 what am I, what am I thinking about doing? And they will be certainly limited how God's going to use them. Amen. It's a lack of faith. Amen. And Brother Robbie, I know you <laughs> faced that very thing in that decision uh, of, of, you know, a, a fearful thing. And yet God calling you out of your comfortable situation and uh, to go into a country that you knew full well was absolutely antagonistic toward the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. But you know, and we know that the only way that men can be saved is to hear the gospel. Sure, that is the only way. I tell people all the time, you're, you're saved as a result of the word of God. Amen. I mean, Amen. That's, that's how you get saved. I mean, that's, 
And that's how we learn of God. I mean, I'm thankful that we have pastors and Sunday school teachers and mom and dad and gospel tracts. And I mean, we have all those means, but all of those means are, are getting the Word of God into you, right? I mean, that's, that's what we're doing. Sure. And uh, so there's no salvation apart from God's Word. That's why it's so important that we get it in the hands of people who need it. I mean, the, the Word of God can go places I can't go. Amen. I mean, Amen. we're dropping scriptures in the North Korea. I can't go into North Korea. There's no way I can. Exactly. Um, I might can go in, but I wouldn't get out. <laughs> but uh, but that just shows the power of God's Word. It can go to places that we can't go. Amen. Brother Robbie, uh, Brother Robbie, just a, a question here. Um, when God dealt with your heart, give us kind of the testimony, because sometimes we don't get to, uh, you know, hear the maybe the how the wife come about to, you know, accept what God, I know many men that have been hindered from God moving on their heart and they go talk to the wife and the wife wants nothing to do with it. And, <laughs> yeah, you I'm know, sure. and then sometimes there's a process of, of the wife having to process it and get on board and, and being secure with it. So give us a testimony how that come about. Well, that's, a, that's very important, Pastor. I mean, sure it you know that it, it's because if you're if your spouse, your wife, your your family, if they're not on board with with what God has called you to do, then exactly. you you don't You're have hindered. a ministry. Exactly. Right, right. You really you don't. You don't have a ministry not not in that fashion. And uh, my wife was teaching school at the time at, at, at Tabernacle. You know, we were there together working, and and uh, she was she was fearful for me the first time I went because it was just a big unknown. Certainly. For both of us. And uh, so it was definitely bathed in prayer on my first trip. And then and then I decided to go back again. And, uh, and I think I went back about three times. <laughs> I went back and forth with China about three times. And, and I remember the day I, I we had both been praying about it. And just like one day, it was like, okay, this is the day. I mean, I, I've got to make a decision. Yeah. And. I remember going by her classroom. It, it wasn't at home. It was at school during a school day. And I went by her classroom and, and you know, I'm her boss. And so <laughs> I, can, I'm, I can get her out of school. So she, she come out of her classroom and I, I just looked at her and I said, uh, I'm going to talk to Dr. Aiken. That was our pastor. And, uh, that's all I said. I said, I'm going to talk to Dr. Aiken. And she said, I know what you're going to do. <laughs> she she knew and uh cause we had been praying about it and and um, it really just happened you know between the two of us we both knew Amen. and uh, that's what god wanted us to do and and uh i think that's important you're you're right pastor you yes, hit sir. on it i mean if if the husband and wife are not on the same page uh, with that it won't work exactly and uh, yes, so I'm sir. thankful for my family. You know, my, my daughter, I have two daughters. They're, they're both married now. They're not, not at home. But, you know, our, our daughters were helpful in the ministry. In fact, my oldest daughter, she even lived in Hong Kong twice. She, she lived in Hong Kong and worked with our ministry there between wow. her junior and senior year in college. And then when Tremendous. she graduated, she went and uh, lived and worked there for, uh, for another year. Hmm. Um, and, uh, so, yeah, our family has been definitely involved and very helpful in our ministry. What a blessing. How can two walk together except so they be agreed? agreed. Yes, sir. Sure. And uh, that is the, that's the verse that came to my mind. 
Brother Robbie, as far as currently, um, you mentioned that there is there has been some changes as a result of uh, China's takeover of Hong Kong and um, that that part of the peninsula of China that comes down into uh, the South China Sea there. Tell us a little bit, whatever you can tell us um, currently about uh, the influx of the scriptures there. And also, I do know that you have a presence now in South Korea with Hope Baptist yeah. Church. Right, right. And well, uh, so bring us up to speed on that. Yeah, just when we talked last time, we, we mentioned about our Chinese pastor, Brother Daniel, and us being able to get him out of China and getting him safely to South Korea. And, and God just orchestrated that. Uh, since we talked, uh, we, through through Brother Daniel and, and a couple of our partners that are in South Korea, they, they started a new church there. Uh, it was a great miracle. We found the building. Uh, we had to totally renovate the building and uh, brought in a contractor. Total cost for that was about $75,000 to be able to get the building. It's, it's in a high-rise building. But get about 3,500 square feet to get the space, renovate it, and we had to totally renovate it. I mean, flooring, ceiling, electricity, heating, air, I mean, everything. And uh, and so it's kind of funny. Uh, my partner called me and said, we found the building and I found the contractor. And I said, that's great, but we don't have any money. <laughs> it's good news, bad news. I'm glad Amen. you found somewhere, but we don't have we don't have any money. And he said, well, he said, we can pay a deposit. And uh, the contractor said that he would be able to get to us maybe in a few months. So I'm thinking, okay, that's that's okay. We'll have a, you know some months to try to raise some money. He called me back the very next week. I mean, the next week on a Monday, he said, he said, Brother Robbie, I got good news and bad news. I said, okay. I said, what's the good news? He said, the good news is the contractor showed up this morning with workers. And I said, <laughs> okay, you don't even have to tell me the bad news. I already know what that is. We don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, uh, yeah, the contractor literally showed up the next Monday morning with workers ready to work. And uh, I, I had no idea what we were going to do. Um, they started working. And so we got on the phone and called pastors and got on Facebook and, you know, whatever we could do. And can I tell you, brother, we, I say we, I mean, it was not me, it was we. Uh, we're able to raise over $75,000 in less than six weeks. Praise the Lord. And Bless God's the Lord. People just responded, churches responded, and we paid for every bit of it, paid cash, paid for it. The church is finished, completed, and they had their very first service on Easter Sunday. What a blessing. And, uh, Amen. Yeah, so that church is reaching, I mean, it's reaching North Korean refugees that escape out of South Korea, and... Uh, that, that church is going right now, and they've got some, you know, restrictions with COVID like everybody else does, but it's it's open and operating, and they're there every week, and so that's a real blessing. And I uh, just want to kind of give an update for folks about that, how God provided for that, and, and uh, man, only God can do something Amen. like that. Amen. I can't can do Lord. that. Amen. Uh, so, um, yeah, and in fact, you know, just to kind of, our next, 
you know, the plan that we have, hopefully, that we can get a team back into South Korea. Now, China's closed. You can't get into China right now. I don't know when we'll be able to get back there. But for now, China is closed to foreigners. And so South Korea, we have currently right now, I've got I've got over a half a million scriptures stored in South Korea. And those scriptures aren't doing any good sitting in a storage building. Correct. So we've got to get them out. Yes. And uh, so our our next move will be, we already had a team assembled to, to you know distribute that. But, of course, with COVID, we were not able to get into country. But um, hopefully they're going to lift the quarantine in, in South Korea. We're praying that will happen soon. And so we'll take a team into South Korea, and in the daytime, we will be involved in street ministry uh, in in South Korea with scriptures and gospel tracts. And then at night, um, we'll be uh, – I hesitate, but we'll, we'll, be, we'll be smuggling those scriptures into North Korea during Amen. the night. Amen. So that's our plan is as soon as they lift the quarantine and, and – uh, just pray that we can get back into South Korea and get those scriptures distributed. Brother Robbie, if somebody is interested in going with you as part of the Bible team situation, um, I, I do know that there would be some consternation and fear because of, again, leaving the confines of the U.S. and, and being comfortable here and going on a trip like that. Um, how would they get a hold of you, and what would you recommend as far as just their thoughts about accompanying uh, you on a on a ministry situation sure, well, like uh, that? Yeah, a couple of things about that. Uh, you're based out of uh, right in Columbia, South Carolina, correct? That is correct, yes. Okay, and I'm in Greenville, South Carolina, so we're both in South Carolina, and uh I tell people there's places in Greenville, South Carolina, that I would not walk down the street after dark. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing there's some places in Columbia <laughs> Many. that you probably <laughs> no wouldn't doubt. want to go. Yeah. You wouldn't want to go to in the dark, right? Correct. Yes, right, so there's danger all around us, and uh, so. I tell people I don't take anyone anywhere that I haven't taken my wife and two daughters. So I'm not going to put them in any, knowingly put them in any danger. Uh-huh. Right? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. And so uh, that's my first thing I tell people uh, that I'm not going to put you in any situation to put you where there's knowingly that there's danger. Um, but but ultimately. God takes care of us. We have to trust right. the Lord. If we're, yes. we're in His Amen. will, that's the safest place to be. Whether if you're in Colombia, if you're in North Korea, <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's right. Uh, the safest place is in God's will. Amen. Um, and, and I have taken, Brother Lindsay, I have taken probably hundreds of people on, you know, mission teams, distribution teams over the years, hundreds. And everyone I've ever taken to China, I brought back. Amen. <laughs> I hadn't lost anyone yet. And in fact, I even took my pastor, Brother Joel Logan. You both know him. And yes. I took Brother Logan yes, to uh, China and and uh, 
the fact that I got him back safely was a miracle. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that, that was a miracle. Uh, I, I did lose him a couple of times in China, but we found him. Amen. But, uh, but yeah, there, there, there's no danger or fear or shouldn't be any fear in, in, in our trips and going. And, and we do have a website. It, it's uh, BibleTeam.org. Our website right now is under construction. We're we're fixing to roll out a brand new website here in the next few weeks. Okay. Uh, the content and the design's already finished. Uh, we just got to launch it. But you can still go to our website. It, it's still active, uh, BibleTeam.org, and um, and it gives some information. You can contact us through there. If someone is interested in making one of these trips, it will definitely be you know on into next year. And uh, we have an application and some information we have to get. And, and I'll, I'll say this for, for listeners and for both of you men, it's just so you know, I, I don't take anyone to China or South Korea with me that their pastor does not recommend. Amen. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Sir. I'm most certain of that. Yeah. So it's not just, okay, yeah, let's go on a trip. So I, I don't do that. And uh, so I don't take anyone that, the pastor doesn't recommend heartily, and because a mission trip like that is not is not a trip to go get close to God. Amen. Sure. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I've heard absolutely. People say, "Oh, I, I really need to get closer to the Lord, so I, I think I'll go on a mission trip." No, yeah. no, no, no. I need someone who's already close. <laughs> Amen. To, close yes, to yes the sir. Lord. Amen. Uh, so I don't take anyone that a pastor doesn't recommend. And usually our teams are, you know, six to eight people. That's I learned that more is not better. Amen. Certainly. Uh, so we, you know, we try to keep it to six or eight people, and sometimes that's all men. Sometimes it's couples. Sometimes it's you know younger people. Uh, anyone can do what we do. I mean, anyone, any age group. Amen. And, uh, we'd love to have people contact us and. Hopefully we can plug them into one of our teams. We're praying that we can get that back up and running next year. Well, Brother Robbie Mullinax, it's been a blessing to have you aboard with us here on Wheat Among the Tares this morning. And uh, we're so grateful for what God has done in your heart and the heart of your family. And certainly that uh, God has certainly borne fruit as a result of the ministry of the Bible team. And uh, if somebody is listening out there and would love to accompany Brother Robbie and the folks there, then certainly I know that you would want to get in touch with him and uh, via your pastor and, um, and, and talk to him about the opportunities there. Brother, sure. Ro- Brother Robbie, it's always our custom to pray for the ministry that we are interviewing this morning. Pastor always does that. So at this time, we're going to ask him to pray for you and the Bible team. Amen. Father, we come before you this morning thanking you for the blessing of the information about the Bible team and Brother Robbie and how you've used him and all that they're doing. And Lord, we pray for that ministry, pray for the financial needs of that ministry, pray for workers and laborers in the vineyard on these trips is our prayer that you'll open up these countries, open China up again. And Lord, for North Korea, we pray for the souls of those in China and North Korea. Thank you for those 
uh, believers and pastors that are on the ground there in that country, the nationals and the work that they're doing. We pray for your blessings upon them, your hand upon them, a protection and guidance and provision in their lives. Thank you for this ministry. And I pray for those, Lord, half a million scriptures that are sitting there. Uh, Lord, we know that uh, the word of God and the entrance of thy word giveth light. And Lord, people need the light of the gospel. So it's our prayer for you to, uh, Lord, orchestrate this, open the doors. We know if you open a door, no man can shut it. And so that's what we're praying concerning this. And we continue to pray that you just give Brother Robbie wisdom and direction in this ministry. In Jesus Christ's name we ask it. Amen. 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 Brother Montlock, it's been a blessing to have you aboard this morning. Thank you. Trust that uh, God will use you mightily. And again, thanks for the opportunity to speak to you, my brother. I appreciate you having me today. God bless. Real blessing. Lord bless. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Blessing indeed, Pastor. And um, folks, I I had one other story that I want to bring to your attention as we close out uh, the broadcast this morning. And this is from the Voice of the Martyrs. And we had an interview with Brother Todd Nettleton here Mm. several weeks ago. Yes, sir. And uh, but Pastor, this this particular story came to my mind, and I wanted to uh, to my attention. And uh, before we leave the air, I wanted to, to uh, bring this to everybody's attention for the sake of praying. And this is a pastor in uh, Myanmar or Burma. And um, back in 2018, and I want to try to pronounce this, this pastor's name because we need to make mention of this gentleman. His name is Ong Tun Oh. And uh, I believe I've got that right, at least from from what I can read here. But he was initially accused uh, of denigrating Buddhism in Myanmar. And since then, he has fought an extended legal battle. And basically what he did was he presented the gospel in a presentation of dealing with Christ's birth, death, and resurrection, which is the gospel. And although it says he did not mention Buddhism in the presentation, several Buddhist monks took offense and reported him to authorities. And since that time of in, uh, in 2018, uh, the charges were filed. The pastor has been summoned to court 64 times. Man. And, Pastor, I, I, I just cannot imagine. And this is nothing more than to try to obviously oh, yeah. wear, him, wear down, him down, break him down, and, and to the point that he just decides he's going to quit. And uh, and let me just say this, folks. It, when God has his hand upon you, is upon this gentleman, uh, that Satan is going to absolutely try to wear you out. Amen. But, Pastor, it says, be not weary in well-doing. Yes, sir. For we shall reap yeah. if we faint not. Yeah. So I want you to pray, those that are listening, I want you to pray for Pastor Ong Tun Oh in the uh, nation of Myanmar concerning this gentleman and that the word of God uh, may have free course and be glorified yeah, that, there. That's so taxing. I mean, I'm at six, the gravity of it, just thinking about 64 Four. times. Yes. My goodness. And, uh, and the Lord, I know, has been with that man yeah. every time they have been 
uh, called into court. But I wanted to bring that one to your attention this morning. And thank you again for joining us here for Weed Among the Tares. We're here every Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. We want to bring you information about ministries that we trust are help to you and that you can pray for them. May the Lord bless you and have a wonderful day. Thank you.